When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into a special edition of the PHNX Summer Suns podcast. That's right. We are out here in Las Vegas for NBA Summer League. We are presented by Shady Rays, and we're coming to you live from Victory Burger at Circa. So far, it's been a blast, even though it's been just shy of 24 hours. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling great. I just flew in from Frank Kaminsky's wedding out on the beach. <laughs> Stop it. Got in late last night here to Vegas, and I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah? Yep. You look fantastic Frank, with the fit, I got to say. You know, I, you guys missed me on all those Instagram stories, the Suns players, where I was behind them. I was, I was saying, that's a good shot, guys. You should go with that one. A fantastic, beautiful ceremony. It was unbelievable, and I'm just glad to be here. Made they, it made it in time. They, yeah. they missed you like they missed me at the white party. So, yeah. <laughs> It's it, been fun. It's been fun. Hey, this place is amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the hotel is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like it's just been it's been a really good experience, and we've only been here for not even twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Hey, and listen, we'll just put a couple things out there right now. Uh, tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday, we will be live again at eleven p.m. or a.m. This is our show schedule for summer league for us here at the PHNX Suns podcast. And you're just going to have to get used to us sounding all a little bit groggy, voices a little bit raspier than normal, because that's how Vegas works. But we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today surrounding our Phoenix Suns. And first and foremost, we'll start with the trade that went down over the last few days. We got this tweet from Woj saying, Picks trade, the Memphis Grizzlies are trading three second round picks to the Phoenix Suns for two first round pick swaps in 2024 and 2023 as well as Isaiah Todd, sources tell ESPN. The second rounds are the 2025 via the Pels and Memphis's 2028 and 2029 picks. So that's a lot of movement there. Obviously, quite a few pick um, things going on from swaps to second rounders. But here's the thing. Second rounders have become far more valuable these days. How are you guys feeling about this move? Well, I feel like Woj did him dirty because he called it a picks trade. And Isaiah Todd was the one element that wasn't a pick in it. I felt that that was uncalled for (laughs) by Adrian Wojnarowski. Yeah, I I felt bad, too, because it was literally the day before we got him at summer league practice. And he was talking about how he gets emotional thinking about, you know, possibly winning a championship with Bradley Beal someday. (laughs) And then the next day he's traded. I know I I, we only interacted with him once, but he seems like a good kid with a good head on his shoulders. He wants to learn. So I hope he's able to find his place in the league. Wish him well. Um, But this is uh, it makes sense for the Suns. Isaiah Todd had very little NBA experience. He played like six games last year spent most of his time in the G League, didn't put up very good numbers there. Um, And this way, you bring back some second-round picks that you can throw in a trade and put that $5 million trade exception to good use. Um, So I feel like this could be a move that maybe they're eyeing something, or it could just be for flexibility down the road, trim the roster down. Um, We'll see. But it's you know it, it didn't really come at the expense of anything. Right. So, yeah, why not? Uh, I think, 
going to Gerald's point, I, I want to say that the the off season is will be dead now here soon. Ah. Like they, they might <laughs> may, they might make a move or two, but nothing really big. Mm. But everything like my gut is telling me. I don't know. <laughs> Something might be cooking behind the scenes that we just don't know yet. Um, I think it's it's vital that l- listen. They they might have cut Isaiah Todd anyway, and to do pick swaps um, to get second round picks, I think is, is a smart move. I think it's uh, you, you need the you need as many assets as you possibly can can acquire in order to make some more moves that that I think this franchise wants to make. So yeah. I don't know what's afoot. Uh, it could be something simple small it could be something huge um i wouldn't put the da stuff out of question i'm not going to speculate on that but um there's a lot of things that are interesting about this trade and, and why it happened and how it happened in specifics i think i think Saul vegas is seeping into your mind i i think this is simple you were going to get rid of isaiah todd somebody said hey We'll give you some second-round picks. You've wasted all your draft. Well, not wasted. You've gotten rid of all your draft capital for the next few years. Uh, I think this is probably with an eye to not this offseason, but maybe the trade deadline where you could leverage second-round picks and and some of these contracts uh, if you need something then because you always need draft sweetener. There's not a lot of options right now that you have, but uh, you know, second-round picks somehow have become in vogue, so... Well, but that's the thing about this is it sets you up for a little bit of flexibility, not just now if you wanted to make a move, but down the road too. Like this is a great move. Like you were saying, the idea that Isaiah Todd would have been on this team, we were already talking about him probably being that guy who got cut. Of course, you're giving up a little bit maybe within the pick swap, but you can never know for sure what that's going to actually look like. Obviously, the one in 2030, I think, is probably going to be the more potentially valuable one. You give up a little bit of capital, and you get back three second-round picks, which, as you said, Espo, are in vogue right now. We've seen decent players be traded for a handful of second-round picks in the last few weeks. Yeah. So this is a solid move uh, for the Suns. It, it gives them the possibility to make like one more average size move by throwing mm-hmm. all those picks on top of each other or to try and make a little bit smaller moves where you throw one pick in there um, because these picks are not going to be, I mean, they're second round picks. They're not extremely valuable, um, but they are like trade sweeteners that you can throw in. And the Suns have zero of those right now. So mm-hmm. you need to stack up what you can. Do you think Sam Hinkie's sitting somewhere going, I started this second round pick trend and I'm not in the league anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is. Well, here are your flowers, sir. Thanks. We um, appreciate it. Do, and just to explain what the Suns gave up in terms of the first round pick swaps, because I know people have been confused about how that works. So in 2024 and 2030, Memphis will have the right to swap its own first for the lesser of the Suns or Wizard first round pick. So like, let's say the Wizards get the 10th pick, the Suns get the 20th pick, and the Grizzlies get the 25th pick. That would mean the Grizzlies can swap. They would have the 20th pick, um, and Phoenix would be moved back to 25. But that's assuming that the Grizzlies are better than the Suns by that point. Next season, I don't see it. Maybe in 2030 they'll move a couple of spots, but we're assuming with Matt Ishbia and the roster that they put together, they're going to try to be competitive. And that's seven years down the road. So we have no idea. <laughs> and with these swaps, like we still have picks. Yes. We just don't know which one yet. Right. And other people have the right to be able to be like, I'll take that one. You yes. have this one, but and, we still and, have picks. And on top of that, uh, if we're still in the second apron, 
that shit gets moved all the way to the back of the freaking round anyway. Right. So the pick swap might be irrelevant anyway. But does that work? I see, I, I want to know how that works. Is that actually how it works? Or do they get to choose where you would have been slotted? Because if honestly, if if that is the second apron rule and they, they simply get what's at the back end, I'd be trading you know, every time a first round pick became available, I'd just be dealing it because you knew it would move directly to the back of the first. Well, it wouldn't be valuable at all for the other teams, I know, too, right? But, but that's the genius behind I it. I know. Uh, Matt Ishby is playing 4D chess, right? <laughs> you look at it, he let Chris Paul go. Uh, Chris Paul winds up with the Warriors, and then Dame Little went, well, I would have liked to gone to the Warriors. Well, screw you. You don't get to go to the Warriors because Matt Ishby is playing 4D chess. Also, speaking of screw you, Darth Voida in the chat, our friend, <laughs> said – the Suns won't it wouldn't have had a draft pick until Espo was fifty. That's why they needed to get some second rounders. I would have been forty seven, thank you very much. <laughs> we need that distinction. Don't right. age him beyond his years, Darth. I do that Don't well enough myself. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Man. Yeah, so that means uh, when we're looking ahead to tonight's uh, game for the Summer Suns, the first one of Summer League for them, we will not be seeing Isaiah Todd. So one less player to really keep an eye out on, but uh, we wish him the best. I know it was a short-lived time, and we didn't really get to know him, but he seemed real sweet and genuine, so we still want uh, yeah. the best for him wherever he ends up he, landing. He had a Danny Granger-esque run here with the Phoenix Suns. So. <laughs> don't, don't you besmirch the legend. <laughs> the UNM legend. Don't you do it. Oh Emma, do we have that uh, tribute video for Isaiah Todd queued Come up? on, man. No? All right. No, but we do have a super chat from Horridscape. Thank you for your super chat. They said, quote, you look great in that fedora. Said no one ever. Damn. So I think they're throwing shade at you. Apparently, Horrid can't read because further up in the chat, people love the hat. (laughs) Hey, listen. The hat is very Vegas. Espo has has worn some questionable attire on some of our shows. I think this is a number one outfit of all time. This is a fit. This is a fit. I love the style. I love donut shirt. Like, no love for that. I love the fact that he stepped out of his comfort zone and embraced his Italian history. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed we have a table because I wore shorts and I've been working out my calves for like three weeks just to compete with the two of three, you. Three weeks. Oh, and they're swole, all right? They're swole and nobody's going to see him now. They're literally swole. He had oh ice them God. like yesterday. HM. I lo- it's an Espo looking like the Jurassic Park guy. Yeah. Thank you for that super chat, HM. Listen, Espo's Fit is great, okay? We love Espo's Fit, but if you're not into it, we've got other options for you as well. Our friends over at Bird Dog, they make you look good. Bird Dog's stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. These are really nice. I was on their website the other day taking a peek at some of the things they offer, and I feel like they look like they would be both comfortable and flattering at the same time, which... Everyone knows you want to be comfortable, but you also want to wear flattering clothes. So if you are in the market for some new pants or shorts, go to birddogs.com slash PHNX or enter promo code PHNX for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. 
That's birddogs.com slash PHNX or promo code PHNX for a free Yeti style tumbler. Bird dogs, when you want your calves to look like Gerald and Saul, but you don't want to put in the work. <laughs> and you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. Um, listen, if you're not here in Vegas, you could at least make your house feel a little bit like Vegas by picking up a Saturday neon custom sign. This company was started by two friends and former college roommates. And they make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. These are beautiful signs. They, they're so bright. And like in the best way possible, it's not like a blinding bright. It's just a very vibrant and colorful neon sign. So they're great for your office. They're great for a studio, man cave, whatever it is you're and looking to, to spice up. The cool part, too, is they give you a remote control for those lights. Ooh. You, can, you can change the dimming on it. Even so. better. It could be like a nightlight, too, which is fantastic. And right now, you can go to SaturdayNeon.com and use code PHNX for 10% off your order today and free shipping over uh, for orders over $200. All right, so Isaiah Todd is not playing for the Summer Suns, but who are you guys going to be watching throughout Summer League here? I'm really focused on Tumani Kamara. I really want to see what he's all about, um, you know, Summer League, so, so today they play in the Cox Pavilion, so it, it's kind of a nice little, like, it's kind of a nice little intro into NBA Summer League it's life. It's Because it feels like you're still playing in the rec league gym, yeah. uh, in the Ox gym. So uh, I, I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. Again, we've heard so much about him. Um, a lot of us have not seen a full game. We've seen highlights, uh, you know, from Dayton and stuff like that. But, again, Dayton's not, it's not a Power 5 school, and it's not in a, you know, it's not the NBA, so. I want to see what this kid's all about. He's my singular focus this entire weekend. I want to see what he's all about. Yeah, I, I think Kamara is like the obvious answer, and it, it's it's mine as well. But I am obviously interested to watch Jordan Goodwin yeah. too. Um, he there's a little more tape on him, so we we know a little bit more about his game to this point. Kamara is kind of the big mystery, and he's the guy that we want to see. Okay, or the Suns they're pretty high on him so far. Let's see what he's got. Um, I'm also looking at Marcus Carr and Keanu Pinder. These are names that are probably not going to be on the roster, but they are guys that could provide some entertainment because they can hoop. Um, so that, that's kind why of can they hoop, Gerald? Why can Keanu hoop? Because he can. Because he went to U of A, baby. Oh, oh boy. I, I should have known that was coming. You walked that. right into that. Yeah. I thought it was because he could see into the matrix. But all right. <laughs> anyways, bad jokes aside, uh, Jordan Goodwin is obviously a big one for me. We've heard about. Uh, you know, from Bradley Beal even, just that this guy's going to be a defensive uh, hawk uh, and everything. So I want to see that. But really what I'm looking forward to tonight is to getting some revenge on the Bucks for beating us in the finals. <laughs> you got to get that summer win uh, to make make it clear that we don't put up with any of Milwaukee's crap anymore. So <laughs> I got nothing for you on that one. <laughs> I mean, everything I've heard of people who have uh, been around Tumani Kamara have just talked about how great of a guy he is. Um, like off the court, of course, they love his personality. They love how hard he works. And then on the court, they're just talking about how they genuinely feel like he could be somebody at some point in time who does help this team out. And he's he's one of those guys that everyone's saying is just really easy to root for. Mm. And we had him on our show, and he seemed like such a sweetheart. So yeah. is Dumani Kamara going to be our new sweet baby angel of this team? It's a little early to tell, but uh, hopefully he can be. He's, I, he's Lindsay, already mine. Okay. <laughs> oh, there we go. Back off, Lindsay. All right. I don't think you were the one who created Sweet Baby Angel, so you are not allowed to designate who is the Sweet Baby, baby angel, angel left. He no longer existed, and now 
Tumani Kamara is my sweet baby the, angel. The only sweet baby angel this program has is hello in the chat. We know that. No. Well. no. What the? That was such Everybody. a swing and a miss. <laughs> they claim they're an angel. I don't hello. know. There's no hello way. Did say Emma, they were an Emma angel. is vetoing that. Yes. Also, Hard I veto. um unfortunately Saul kind of does claim it just a little bit just because of what happened after he called in when he was like man i just appreciate a guy with like dress is nice nice smile etc that little smile that he gave oh. us off camera that only we saw yeah i i think he's saul's guy and he's my guy he's okay. your my guy, guy. well right. then somebody has to take landry shaman's place and it certainly is not going to be tumani kamara because i actually <laughs> like him so god bless <laughs> Can we, Sorry, bar- Hold on. can we bury that? Can we take that out to the desert like Lindsay wanted to Bro. take me out to the desert? Can we bury the Shamit thing? We buried him enough on this program. Can we end it? It's That's you and Saul. I did it's did I say anything? I love Lin- Esposito like, and Saul Landry Shamit. Like, Make up your own minds. Landry Shamit shot 37% from three. The man can hit three points. He shot 50% in the playoffs. I'm not hating on this guy. Gerald, Gerald and I just- have been over this for all. Already like a year and a half. So by all means, bury it in the desert, Espo. By all means. I hope that's he like, just hoops his ass off of DC. That's like it's like getting in a car accident and you're the driver, and then you look over at your wife and you're like, you know what, we gotta drive better. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, bro, no, I gotta drive better. <laughs> so so you're the wife or I'm the wife? I'm trying to understand this analogy. We're both no, driving both different cars. My goodness gracious. All right. I, okay. So obviously we're excited to watch the Summer Suns, but there's a lot of um, cool stuff happening around Summer League as well. We got to see Wemby in his Summer League debut last night, at least Vegas-wise. Obviously got a little bit of... Uh, Spicy on the internet oh, wow. about Wemby. How are you guys feeling about the way that the reaction has been? I just, again, I said this on Twitter a, a couple days ago, even after, before his, his debut. I just, I could see it. I see shades of, of what happened to DA to a certain degree, and so maybe I have a little PTSD, but the kid is 18 years old. It's his debut. He already got, like, shit on for a stupid-ass video that somebody took of him just taking warm-up jump shots uh, for a photo shoot in a San Antonio Spurs uniform, like, literally, like, a day or two after he got drafted. And I just was like, dude, who gives a shit? He's, he's got talent. He's got skill. Like, he's going to be a very good player. You could see that in his game. Is he weak? Yes, because he's 18 years old and he's seven foot a million tall. Like, yeah. that's just who he is. Like, I'm just I'm, – I'm so done with everybody just shitting and trying to make this instant reaction of, of, of a player – that is clearly coming to a new kind of game at the NBA level. You got to give him a chance to adjust um, at, at this level. And I just, I'm so over people trying to bag on it. He's a kid, folks. He's yeah. a fucking kid. I don't give a shit if he makes millions of dollars. I don't care. He's a kid. Like, just back the fuck off a little bit and let him breathe and try to figure this out. Maybe after a year, if you want to make the same accusations or, or, or uh, you know, uh, assumptions cool that's fine but it's one game yeah. it's a summer league game chill hey gerald can i share some stats sure uh let me i'm gonna i'm not gonna tell you the player i'm gonna give you the stat line from their first summer league game here yeah, right we go. uh 26 minutes four of 11 0 for four from three uh three fouls 12 points you want to know who that was who 2015 devin booker okay 
Do not base anything off of the first time you see a guy on the court in freaking summer league. All right. I've seen uh, everybody thought Archie Goodwin was going to be the second coming of God knows who by summer league basis. Summer league is about experimenting, working on your game. Wemby had never played in in any kind of NBA level at all. He's 18. He's coming from France. There's an adjustment just to being here. I think it's ridiculous that everybody's like, oh, he's a bust. You know, I, you know, he he's he's just not going to be able to make it in this league. He's too thin. Guess what? There's a weight room in the NBA. I'm pretty sure Pop's going to get him a little bit bigger than he is at 18 in summer league. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. He just. He needs to have his security guy apologize to Britney Spears. This I am in agreement with. Get rid of the uh, Britney Spears curse because... Um, Also, those Britney fans went hard on him last night. Like, if there was one group of people who was probably the most yes. critical of Wemby <laughs> last night. It was Britney fans. Yeah, but so it's not at on least we- just, it's not just have him apologize. But it's not on Wemby. No, it's not on Wemby, but he's going to take the heat for yeah. it because he's the name that's attached Which to it. It's not his absurd. fault whatsoever. Yeah. It is not his responsibility to apologize. But he, if he did, it but would you, be really but cool. You know, but you know how this stupid-ass game of telephone works? Some obscure fan somewhere else is going to be like, remember, oh, I heard he hit he hit Britney Spears. Like, no, he's not the one that hit Britney Spears. He's Everybody not. just stop. Hold on. Let me say that when I think of good basketball analysis and the people I want to trust about an 18-year-old NBA prospect, I turn to Britney Spears fans to break down my basketball players. That's Listen, what I look for. Britney Spears was, was getting buckets outside on a court in 2017, and that video resurfaced. So I don't know what you're talking about, Espo. Yeah, fake. It was, it was kind of funny. I don't, but, I don't know what you're talking about. But, yeah, Wemby will be fine. He's, he's a little skinny. He needs to get stronger. He needs to work on his conditioning. That's yeah. something he said after the game. Um, but he'll be fine. He had a couple of really nice moves off the crossover and the dish. He had, he still had like five blocks, um, despite struggling. He shot the ball like shit and it didn't look good, but he'll be fine. He probably had those opening game jitters and all the other stuff that was going on, the extracurricular stuff. So can we talk about the poster though? The best part (laughs) of that that poster. I was rewatching the game today on the broadcast. The Spurs GM is literally box. He's in one box. The, the games in the other, they're inter- Doris Burke is interviewing him, and he has to watch his number one pick get totally postered. Yeah. Uh, how awkward is that, right? Yeah, that was rough. I mean, listen, like, Wemby's going to come into the league with at least a low-key target on his back. Simply because the hype around him and how tall he is, people are going to want to poster him. It's just, it is what it is. They're going to be like, oh, look at this big old guy. Let me see if I can get up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the summer league dunks are low key the best dunks of the year that they we get. Oh yeah, they're fun. It's they all are. good. I don't know. Just give one B some time. It'll be fine. Um, but Suns' uh, first summer league game tips off tonight at six p.m. So make sure you guys are watching along, and we will be there as well. And you can follow along on Twitter at phnx underscore Suns. Also, if you are looking for a great place to grab some food this weekend, check out our friends over at Burrito Express. They have multiple Valley locations. Obviously, the one in Tempe is the most centrally located, and we love that one over there. They are a fantastic group of people. They continually are in the community. They support ASU athletics and athletes, and we absolutely love our friends over at Burrito Express. So go grab a burrito, and also make sure you follow them on Twitter, at BurritoExp, to keep up with the latest of what they're doing on their side of things. Also, if you haven't noticed, we all are rocking glasses here today because... 
our friends over at Shady Rays hooked us up for yeah. our trip out here to Vegas. Yeah. It's for a reason. It's not because we're all hungover. I mean, that's definitely one perk of being uh, friends with Shady Rays <laughs> is that we can use this as an excuse to hide the hangovers, right? Little column A, little column B. <laughs> but whether you're looking for sunglasses, my glasses today are blue light glasses, and I absolutely love them because normally when I wear like actual glasses like these that aren't like shaded, there's a huge glare on them. And these don't really show a glare when you wear them on camera because all of the lights. And I love that. Yeah. Plus, they're protecting my eyes from this computer screen here. If you guys are in the market for some new sunglasses or blue light glasses, check I, out Shady Rays. I honestly didn't even realize they had blue light glasses. I know. And then when you, when you put them on the other day, I was like, holy shit, they got blue light glasses. I have a pair and I, I don't really like them. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to go to Shady yeah. Rays and get a new pair. Well, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, guys, you ready to play a game? Yes. yes. We love a game here at PHNX Suns. What we're going to do right now is if all of these players Ooh. were on the same team and at their peak, who would come off the bench? We've got Ooh. Devin Booker, we've got Kevin Durant, Charles Barkley, Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, and Walter Davis. Damn. This is easy. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's a little bit easier for me on this one. It's 100% Amari. Oh. No. I was going to go 100% Amari. Oh. Amari's Ooh. game doesn't fit today. If Who's we're playing today's game. game what? What? It's a, are you seeing Amari stretching the floor? Who Who are you playing oh at center? Oh, my God. I'm he, playing KD at center Amari, with this group. Amari's game doesn't fit in nope. today's NBA? Does he? Uh -oh. Did he stretch the floor? Oh he didn't God. rebound as well as everybody wanted. You leave Amari off this. You got Walter Davis hitting shots like oh crazy. Katie Book. Oh Barkley God. can hit and can play down low. He rebounds like a beast. It is 100. And Steve Nash is dissing the ball to these guys. Look, yeah, oh I'm bringing Amari off the bench as my sixth man, and I'm winning a title with that group. Look, no disrespect to the Suns' all-time leading scorer, but he's 1,000% coming off the bench with those six. Oh, mm -hmm. give me like you're, a thousand You're putting percent. Walter Davis on the bench. Yes. yes. One I'm of the really greatest sure. shooters in Suns. This is this is recency bias. He was and a, a bunch of guys that don't know uh, he, he was no understand this the history of this team. Did you just tell stuff. me I don't understand the history no, of this team? You don't game. understand the history of the Phoenix Suns if you're saying Walter Davis is the guy you put on the bench. Oh. He shot. That's not the purpose of this. If you're gonna exercise. bring a three percent percentage and shoot threes. What it wasn't like a, a big part shooter. of the game. He's a mid-range shooter. The whole freaking Suns roster is based on mid-range shooters no, right now. No, it's not. They can shoot threes as well. Oh Espo, are you still drunk? The mid-range assassins. There's no we way talked he honestly about the mid-range. Yeah, no, you do not bench oh Sweet my God. D. Yes, you do. No, Absolutely. you don't. A million percent do. You, you do. don't. That's the easiest call. He can come in and shoot from the mid-range and be a six-man scorer. That sounds nicer to me than Amari who needs a point guard to work with in the pick and roll, and you already have Nash in the starting lineup. Oh, man. I, I totally agree with Gerald. I think Sweetie's yeah. coming off the bench. Uh, he's a, He would be a good bench uh, uh, you know, scorer. He'd be like in the microwave 2.0. Uh, I, I just, again, I just think the other pieces would fit to together, and everybody else's high was much higher than Walter Davis. Yeah. I don't care if he's the all-time leading scorer in Suns history in this regard. Yeah. You're so wrong. How are you playing Amari and Barkley together out there? They do you're, different you're things. You're not. It's not going to work. You're not playing Amari and Barkley together out there. Yes, you are. No, you're not. It's just that doesn't work. It does <laughs> not work. 
So I was thinking that this was going to be across the board, Walter Davis. Mm. So I decided to come with a substitute for him because I thought we were just going to all be in agreement here. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, we're not. <laughs> but since I already came you up with a substitute, <laughs> I did. Let's the one do this man as that well. understands all this. We're going to sub Walter Davis for Chris Paul. So now we've got Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Charles Barkley, Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, and Chris Paul. Yeah. All in their prime, right? At their peak. Oh. Same team at their peak. Remember who comes off That's the bench easy. now. It's Chris Paul comes off the bench. No. You never know. <laughs> You're going to bet two time MVP You guys are idiots. You are so idiots. Two time MVP, one of the best passers ever in this league. Better than Chris Paul. Oh no. <laughs> and you never had a backup for Nash. CP3 comes off this we're, bench. If we're at talking about at their peak. At yeah, their Chris Steve Nash was a better point guard peak. at his peak no, he than was Chris not. Paul no, for this not. type of team. No, he was not. Yes. No, he was not. Because Chris Paul could do more than just pass. And he was not afraid Steve to take a Nash shot. Steve Nash was one of the best shooters. He did he not didn't do put, it. But he, he even said that he he should have shot, shot more. Yeah, but that, don't say he couldn't shoot. It's not a he couldn't shoot. I want he to know didn't. that you're going to shoot, not that you're going to sit there and second-guess yourself. With this roster, you don't need him to shoot. You need him to get everybody the rock where they want it. And Chris Paul's one of the best not, at that, at setting he, people not, up to do that. Steve Nash was better. No. Higher oh, on the man. all-time assist list, better passer. Go look at the defense? Steve Nash highlights. What about defense? defense? I'll give you I'd give you Chris Paul on the defensive end, but with this roster, you're not worrying about defense. <laughs> you're not with Chuck If you took every franchise's no, peak and players, I'm you're saying not you're not playing defense? defense. Because when you look at this, this group ain't playing defense. I just I wow. And I, also I don't know what you're talking about. Chris Paul is higher than than Nash on the Did he move past line. him? Yeah, he's well, been past screw him. him. He's third screw all Screw him. He's with the Warriors. He's a th- and at his peak, he was a thousand Two percent Two-time MVP. Oh, Two-time no. MVP. And to pause, I saw your comment. Just remember who's your boss, all right? Why do we always defer to that? Because no, it's a, use your it's words, the not your power. I, okay, it's the card I have to play. Jesus. It's the card I have to play. Love Nash. Oh, no. Love the two-time MVP. Sean, don't worry about it. You're You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're peak. Sean sent us a super chat. Thank you, Sean. Said mute Espo. CP3 disrespect, disgusting. <laughs> Sean DePaz of our Nash was the better point show. He was not. Oh. That is objectively false. You know, here's MVP the thing. revolutionized offense in the game. Steve Nash. Was one of the best passers you would ever see. Go watch the damn that's highlights. Not, that's not a lie. That's not a lie. He was one of the best passers. I do think he's a better passer than Chris Paul. But in terms of this team, everybody at their peak, you're talking about scoring, passing, defense, the whole package. Chris Paul by a mile is better than Steve Nash. On top of that, Steve Nash was fun. He was fun. And that's your bias right now. It's because he brought back the he go, brought the seven seconds see, left. He go was back fun. and watch the passing. Chris Paul is the better no. point guard. I think that's what's going on right now is that there's a lot of um, – You've got a lot of personal investment in these guys, no. and I can relate to that 100% of the time, but I think you are allowing the personal side to You're getting first first off, your, your emotions are right. leading. First off, bullshit. I was a Mari today. guy over a Nash guy. I, I was a bigger Amari fan than I ever was a Nash fan, uh-huh. and I, I benched Amari in the first group, and I'm starting Chris Paul, or excuse me, Steve Nash in this, and I liked Chris Paul, too. So, like, 
it's not personal. But you didn't love Chris Paul uh, the way that you loved no, those other guys. I didn't. I really didn't love Steve Nash. I really, <laughs> I appreciated him after the fact. Where are we going when I now? Watched him. It's like I actually hated no, the guy. But I, I, mean, I really guy, just think this. I mean, this guy came in dressed as like a mob boss on the weekend. Yeah, and, now and I'm picking to, you off one by one. Everybody else. Oh no, we got another super chat. This so one you don't from like Sons the boss, You're done. He said, "Someone check Espo's cup." <laughs> I mean, Espo, have you had one too many four beats to start the let, day? Let me say this. Wow. If if we had all sat here and I said, yeah, bench Walter Davis, start CP3, this would have been the boorest, bore, most boring segment we have ever done on this program. We really appreciate know. your confidence in us. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Well, listen, Espo is cut off, but you are not. <laughs> you guys can pick up some Four Peaks beer before the game tips off this evening. You know, Suns basketball and Four Peaks beer, they go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Uh, you could check out the Arizona Diamondbacks Rattle on Red Ale. It is smooth as all get out. And, of course, they've got the Suns Brew. They've got the uh, Kilt Lifter. They've got the Wow Wheat. So many different options from our friends over at Four Peaks. You can also head on down to the Four Peaks Pub in Tempe, which is a great atmosphere with all the beers and really phenomenal food. So check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on social to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. Espo, responsibly. <laughs> just kidding, I'm, just kidding. I'm I know sober. That's I feel great. There ain't nothing going on. No red eyes. I'm, I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing. Go here. All right. Summer League is a time for making memories. <laughs> and oftentimes, when you come to Summer League, you leave with some really great stories. Mm-hmm. Espo, I know you have some stories you'd like to share. Uh, not anymore. You people <laughs> have made me feel <laughs> like I should talk I'm on going this show. Home. <laughs> I have nothing. You know what? I watched some basketball while I was here over the eight years I've done this. <laughs> uh, and I went home. Those are, those are my it. stories. That's absolutely Do you guys it. want an Archie? Hey. I survived the earthquake. I, I did too. I was earthquake. here for that. Yeah, that yeah. was wild. That was bizarre. Uh, and that was right during Zion's first game. Yeah. That was bizarre. Uh, do you want an Archie Goodwin story or the story of how Mark Cuban almost got me fired? That one. Yeah. You want Mark the Mark Cuban? Cuban? Yeah. Yes. All right. So this is probably Summer League 2013. Mm-hmm. Third, second time being here to run social for the Suns account. Back then, it was kind of the Wild West. We were all start, still trying to figure out how to how to do this thing appropriately. So a lot of the NBA teams would basically spend Summer League just giving each other shit. Mm. I mean, that was the whole name of the game back then. So we'd be tweeting during games, just talking an immense amount of crap because we understood meaningless games, right? So let's entertain the people. So this game, uh, I think it was like all the forwards and centers had fouled out. Like it was, oh my it was in the second half. <laughs> it was one of the ugliest basketball games I'd ever seen. This is for both teams. So the Mavs guy and I are going back and forth and chirping. And I say, oh, well, if only Mark Cuban had invested in some big men on Shark Tank, we wouldn't have this problem, right? <laughs> so Mark Cuban saw it. <laughs> oh, no. And he's there at, at the game. And so is Sarver. And he's livid, right? And... And the Mavs guy messages me and says, Cuban's livid about what you just said. Uh-oh. Because he thought I was referring to their offseason and not the summer league roster. Uh-oh. So 
So he's like, you better delete the tweet. Like, we got, I'm going to go talk to him. I'm trying to make him feel better. I, he wants your job, basically. <laughs> he's coming for your job. And I'm like, if Mark Cuban goes to Robert Sarver, I'm sc- well, first off, Robert Sarver will go, who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is because I can't tell you how many times he'd walk up, grab my pe- press, press pass and go, are you one of mine? Oh, God. Literally. No, but that was, that was a thing. No, nope, that, was, that a was a thing, and he did it to me multiple times. Are you thing. one of mine? Are yep. you one of mine? He'd look at that the press, but are you one of mine? That's a lot. Yeah, with Jesus. what you're paying you me? Probably mine? not, Robert. Do you Robert. belong to me? That, yeah. All that type yeah. of shenanigans, yeah, with for what, sure. With what you're paying me, probably not, Robert, but all right. <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, the other thing, uh, he had no clue who I was. I think I've told the story about uh, I had put in my two weeks, I get a call, and he's like, Hey, are you that Espinoza guy that runs our social? So he had no clue who I was. But, but Mark Cuban was ready to get me fired. So I had to talk to the to the Mavs guy. He had to go talk with Cuban because he had a pretty good relationship with Cuban. Must have been nice. Uh, and and he like he he talked him back off off the ledge. And then we had to like on our social accounts show that we were cool, like me and the other social guy and like had to make it very clear there was no beef because websites picked it up. This oh. is back when aggregating this shit was a big deal. Wait, back and, when? I, I, I mean, thought this was a still thing. Well, like, no, but like massive, like, and, and it would go big on these blogs. So I start during the game seeing Mavs Suns beef. Like, as, no, no. I was like, oh my God, we were joking at Summer League. Like, really? So. That's how Mark Cuban almost got me fired at Summer League. Wow. So basically what you're saying, it's your fault that teams can't go back and forth at each other now as much because you created too much drama. No, it's Mark Cuban's fault for being overly sensitive, (laughs) you rich billionaire baby. Oh, my God. So he said, I'm going to double down right now right. on this show. I mean, jeez, okay. You really Do pissed him off with that last Man. second. I think we should take all city on I, Shark Take now. Re- Let's go. I really hope I get to see Mark Cuban during this, oh this little weekend. You know what? Weekend. We should find him, and I should tell him the story how oh he almost God. got me fired. That would be so you awesome. Should. Because he doesn't remember, I guarantee oh, it. No. Oh, no. Absolutely. That's funny. If he remembered that, oh, my God. Jeez. That would be insane. <laughs> You're that guy? There's <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't have any cool stories, but I, I do want to say a few things about just, like, this whole environment. Um, I don't, if you have never been to Summer League, like, I'm not even trying to hype it up. I'm not even trying to sell you on Circa. It, it's, it speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we went to NBA Con yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and I don't feel like a lot of people know what the hell that is or that is even going on, but it's going on in conjunction with Summer League. They even have a shuttle that will take you from one to the other, which is dope. But it's basically like Comic-Con for NBA folks. It's like, the first time they've ever done it, Yeah, too. it's really cool. It's out at Mandalay Bay. Um, uh, Lindsay, myself, and Espo went out there yesterday. They got uh, they even hooked us up with free merch that you can iron on, different logos and stuff like that. So, like, Lindsay and I got pairs of shorts, and Espo got, like, a little satchel. Satchel. It's it's not a man purse. It's a satchel, <laughs> goddamn. It's like Indiana the same Jones thing wears that one. what's his guy in Hangover wore. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so exactly it like that. So. But it's, it's fun, a lot of interactive uh, games and stuff, and you can see some of it on, on like, my social. I posted a couple of things I think you did, too. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. we balling with the NBA yeah. uh, Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, yeah. It's going to so, be ours next year. So it's it's really dope. It's really cool. And then on top of that, going to Summer League and just watching ball all day. Like, Vegas in Summer League is just, like, such a perfect match. And I'm telling you, folks, if you have the opportunity to come out, you should. If you have the opportunity to come out and stay at Circa, you should. Yeah. Because this place – I've stayed at a lot of places uh, on the Strip, 
Um, this, to me, is a top three um, spot that I've ever stayed at, period. Yeah. Like, I, not I've, even Vegas included. It's just, it's been amazing. I said eight summer leagues. I've stayed at some of the nicest hotels with the team. I also had to stay at a pyramid with a slanted roof for two weeks, or slanted wall for two weeks. <laughs> this is the nicest I've been at. This is unbelievable. And, you know, there's something to be said for hanging out on Fremont Street. That, that's, yes. that's fun as well. So I highly recommend Circa if you're coming out here. Lindsay's getting choked up. She loves Circa so much. She cannot. She just can't handle it. All I'm right. sorry. Ger- Apparently Ger- the, the allergies out here in Vegas are worse than in Phoenix. Gerald did. Yes. Yes. He did drop the ball again this year. He had a chance to meet J. Cole. I did not have he a chance scared, to meet J. Cole. And he walked the other way. I did not wow, have a chance. At least that's how it played off in my J. head. Cole. That's, that's always no, how it What happened was he went up and said, hey, J. Cole, I'm girth. And he looked at his sneakers and he just turned around. That's and walked. true. Too dirty. Too dirty. Who dirty? We're just throwing Dirty shade at everybody. I know. I was just fucking sitting here. <laughs> Las Vegas, where dreams are made and friendships fall apart. In the words of J. Cole, G-O-M-D. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, Larry in the chat said, gotta try that circle pool. It's dope. We're going to be out there tomorrow, yes. actually. So we're really excited about that. And then tonight, aren't they showing like the UFC fight tonight yep. out oh, at the pool? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty What's dope really too. cool is, is like, I, I mean, if I don't want to go out to the pool, I could just watch it from my room. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. It oh is, my goodness! I can't, but I'll come over to your room. Yeah. I'm on the other yeah. side of the building. Also, but. like this sports book too. I think this is like the one of the biggest sports books uh, in Vegas. It's just from wall to wall. It's just awesome. Oh. The seating, the the amenities. Like, dude, I, I'm just I I I don't usually get impressed by by casinos because i feel like you know a lot of them have a lot of the same things this one i'm telling you folks it's just every little detail has been awesome it's been amazing well there was one thing on it on uh nba con yeah i did i showed the countercade nba jam little thing uh a super chat for one uh, 179 bucks gets me that so uh just so you guys know (laughs) um triple b in the chat said do we know who's coaching the suns in summer league it is quentin crawford and I'm actually like, I know we talked about players we're excited to see in Summer League, but I'm curious to get to know Quinn Crawford a little bit more too because a lot of times they pick the number two guy or number three guy to coach the Summer League team. Obviously, we know um, Kevin Young is probably, quote unquote, the number two guy this year. Um, but I am interested to get to know Quinn Crawford a little bit and get an idea of maybe what he'll be on this coaching staff. Yeah. Not at Summer League, but of the Suns. Yeah, he's he's coached Summer League before, and he was talking about how these reps as a head coach are always valuable. He's a young guy. He's only like 30-some years old. 32. So, yeah. yeah, so this is kind of – sometimes those younger guys get tasked with, you know, the Summer League thing. But it's always cool to see how they coach, um, what their coaching style is like, and see them interact with players that might actually be on the roster like Jordan Goodwin, like Tumani Kamara. Um, and he's had glowing things to say about those two. So um, the other thing that he mentioned was being a part of Frank Vogel's coaching staff in Orlando, in L.A. He's got a real familiarity with the defensive schemes and the systems that they're going to implement. So that's a leg up for Jordan and for Tumani to start to get that experience, get those reps in the system, start to get familiar with the stuff that everybody's going to be learning in training camp. Um, and that allows it to be a little bit more streamlined heading in so that it's not, you know, a bunch of new faces all trying to learn a new system at the same time. That that definitely helps. I like yeah. his business-like approach, too. I mean, I know you hear that a lot with Summer League, but he seems really to be preaching to these guys, you don't get a lot of these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Especially, the, 
the fringe guys on this on this roster. It's hey, you're getting a chance to have the NBA see you. Mm-hmm. Executives from across the league, don't don't go out and do something stupid because this could be your chance. Uh, and I like that mentality because I think when you're young, you don't value how how getting those opportunities is so important, right? You yeah. you look at it and you go, there'll be more. I'm 20, whatever. And then you look back later in life and you go, I squandered a few of those opportunities. If I had taken advantage of them, what could have been? I'm not speaking personally. I've made all great choices, but uh, of course. But you know, there's guys like this, and I like that that Quentin Crawford has made that very clear to these young guys. I think uh, one of the other things that I'm really looking forward to and watching and speaking to him after the game and just kind of seeing how he goes through his process. Um, you know, he's he's been around some really good coaches in the past, and even in college, he played for one. Um, I, I think his development as a coach is, is something to definitely keep an eye on because, you know, listen, Frank Vogel, um, he's had he's had stints of, you know, four or five years. But at some point, sometimes the, the, the end of the road is there and you want to see who's who might be there. We, we already know about Kevin Young. We already know about, you know, uh, Fisdale. But uh, somebody like Quentin Crawford, who's kind of a young and up and coming uh, coach, is, is definitely interesting. Also, we talked about, you know, who are we keeping an eye on in terms of Suns players, right? Um, there, there's also like, to you guys' point about players trying to make an impact. They're trying to do this for other teams as well, um, and even like you know the Nuggets guys were talking about uh, Nico Mannion uh, for the Bucks and how phenomenal he looked yesterday in summer league. You're going to get an opportunity to see him today because he plays for the Bucks and, and the Suns play the Bucks today. Um, so you know when we're talking about roster spots, sometimes we kind of forget these summer league roster spots. Some of these guys don't have guaranteed contracts, so you might be able to find somebody who's impressive in the summer league to add to your roster for down the road. Um, so it, it, it's just fun. That's why summer league is so awesome. Cause you don't, you never know. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I do something real quick before we, I know we're almost done. Uh-huh. Can I take a second, Gerald? I never got you an engagement gift. <laughs> oh, so oh my God. Uh, I, I got you one over here. <laughs> oh, look at that. Just for you. Uh, an engagement <laughs> gift from me. Uh, and maybe the people at Circa no, that I had nothing to do with. Circa, maybe with the Circa bag. Okay, so you can share can it with we, the fiance. We can see what yeah. we got in here. Ooh, we got the hat. Two of us. Circa Two hats. Yeah. One Two for hats. you and Amy. You look and the missus. That. That's fantastic. I'm what thoughtful for both here? of you. All right. Okay. I can uh, look. I feel like I'm an Instagram influencer. Yeah, what look. do we have in the box today? Yeah. <laughs> Two shirts, too. See, okay, we got. Sir- I didn't Ooh, forget this, the fiance. This at all. shirt is actually very soft. Is it really? It's really soft. Uh, only yeah, the softest like for you, Girth. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't, like I don't buy shitty shirts for you. All right. <laughs> soft girth. We do have super chats to like get that. to real quick. <laughs> thank One you, from James. James, thank you for your ten dollars super chat. We appreciate you. Said, I'm finally here for a stream. Yes, Wemby will be standard Bugman and be a long-term project to convert to the NBA. Thank you, James. James, we're glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, come back tomorrow at 11 as well. We also got one from Libertarian Sasquatch. Thank you. Said, all I can think about is Espo dressed like Stanley Hudson from The Office when he went on vacation to Florida. <laughs> Vegas Vegas Espo is not regular Espo. Yeah. Well, got, Libertarian, you're not wrong on that one. I got some stuff coming for you. All right. Um, and then we got one from Max. Thank you, Max. Said, shout out to Saul for hounding me for months about Circa. This place is epic and y'all look great. 
especially Espo, who's my Cuban cigar dealer. <laughs> and great shirt, Gerald. Pop that on. Product placement, baby. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Max is <laughs> on our partnership side of things. So we love Max. Thank yeah. you, Max. And then we also got one from Manuel. Thank you. Said, here's to a softer. No, somebody else read this one. I'm not reading it. I Manuel. Know. Here's to a softer girth. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> you almost, you almost got me, but well, I, at you know, least I, I think we Lord. ran into something today. If uh, you know, maybe instead of you guys just hounding Gerald, oh, come, you guys don't ask these questions and blah blah blah. They just, just call softer soft. girth, softer girth, softer you know? girth. Uh, Why would you do that just, to Gerald? His name keeps getting worse. <laughs> just so you know. Why would you do that? <laughs> because Gerald worse. never misses. Do you prefer, do you prefer Gerald girth, never misses. <laughs> Gerald always asks the tough questions. So I don't it's kind of like stupid to even suggest that he wouldn't. So if you want to say softer good, just to make it, you know, the, the blow a little less uh Okay. I mean Gerald's are always asking us what the hell's wrong with you. I mean that's a pretty <laughs> tough question. I don't know. All right, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you. As another reminder, we'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m., so plan to come hang out with us then. And until we see you next time, you can follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I'm off to break some kneecaps and uh, bring the dinosaurs back. Ahoy, hoy. Lindsay, Gerald, Espo. Saul passed the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me.